is a significant amount of that in Luigi's Mansion games where you like buy a lot of things. Or no, you get a lot of coins and stuff to save up. Also, anytime you inherit like a house, you got to pay all the property tax on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Don't have to pay property tax when your brother's dating the princess. <laughs> is that it like, all makes sense now is that supposed to be that meme with the, the um the the, the black guy the... with the thinking finger <laughs> yeah. he's, he's like he's like you ain't gotta do it. that one's so dumb Welcome, everybody, to the fourth episode of Key Items Podcast. On our previous episode, we were challenging ourselves to think of an anime topic. So I figured, why not have one of the more anime-esque topics I could think of? That being said, before we get into all of that, we're going to go with some introductions i'm going to start off with the one master of the kinky dama <laughs> dustin I, I wasn't aware of this but okay <laughs> and the one boy whose nin power is off the charts arnold what the hell <laughs> uh yeah i'm here I don't know about that either. And me, having two stigmatisms in my eyes, thus having the ultimate Mangekio Sharingan. <laughs> Man, maybe that's the problem. Maybe the Uchiha just needed vision insurance. Maybe that would have solved all the problems. They were their own vision insurance. Um, and so, I am your host, James, of the Key Items Podcast. Welcome, all you lovely losers. To our loser field podcast. <laughs> if I'm you sorry, are now, all I can think about is the insurance policies for Ninja and Konoha. But anyway, go ahead. There wouldn't be any because they die too much. Who's going to invest? Who's going to insurance? Does anybody insure that? You just die. No, no. The amount of graves in the Ninja universe is so huge. It's That's just fair. It's it's you probably make more money to become like breeding people because they're going to need bodies to throw at everything um, <laughs> maybe it's it's like you get you get a, a tax subsidy or something like that you get a stipend yes for, for every child you have and then you get like all debt forgiveness for every child that enters the ninja academy it started with a very dark topic anyway <laughs> go ahead <laughs> so anyway um we're going to start off actually with some news i think both of you guys are talking about how you guys have some news. So I'm going to let's let's start with Arnold. What's some news you would like to share today, sir? No. I don't know if I saved I fucked up. Well, I, I remember reading about how apparently this uh, this happened I think maybe a year but there's this secretly invited ten players um, from Fallout 76 to meet some devs behind the scenes. There's like an NDA sign. So that's, that's why there's been no talk about it. And these 10 people 
met the devs to tell them, hey, this is what's wrong with the with Fallout 76 and why it's so garbage. And you know, well, you know what's happening now. The game's pretty much on its way to become a dumpster fire. So obviously, they didn't follow their advice. Wait, are you saying the Fallout 76 is on the way to being a dumpster fire? Well, you're right. It's already there. So the, the dumpster, dumpster is on fire. Is now rolling down an incline <laughs> no, towards the ocean. The dumpster has been lit ablaze for about a year. It has entered that ocean. A fire shark has eaten the blazing inferno of trash. This is this shark? Sharknado nine fire shark. Fire shark has eaten it up, <laughs> shat it out. Fire crabs and shrimp have now eaten it and shat it back out. And that has become uh, sand at some point down the line. <laughs> but an sand, I think, anyway. So. <laughs> but it continue, Arnold. And also that, so there's like a group of players that are a community that just look for bugs in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all they do. That's all they do. Bug they hunters. look for bugs and they report the bugs and the exploits. And there's one player, like, found exploit where I guess you can, if you do certain stuff, you can get a whole bunch of legendary items. Mm-hmm. And he reports it, and guess what happened? Did he get in trouble? But there's the band for the players. What? One of them being the person who runs the fucking website. Yeah, I'm, I'm really thinking with Bethesda and a lot of these other companies, we are seeing the fall of a lot of people from our childhoods that was like, pretty good mm-hmm. and they at some point down the line just lost their capability um yeah i actually don't have much else to say about fallout 76 because it's like they just keep messing up like constantly they do nothing to improve themselves yeah i stopped playing that game a long a long while now good for you that is a shit game I got the Outer Worlds to play. That's a good game. I would rate 9.5 out of 10. I don't know if that's a high score for you or not. You rate a lot of games pretty highly. For a new game, it's pretty pretty good. You have a very generous scoring, though. (laughs) Not that that's a bad thing or not. It's just you have a very generous scoring pattern. You tend to enjoy. Well, it's games. a pretty fucking good game. I don't. I don't oh no, no, no. Really Say that there's a lot of pretty good games. No, no, no. that I game. I say is they're good. good games. I don't think there. I've ever really say this is a pretty good game. You like Monster yeah. Hunter quite a lot. Well, I love that game, but I'm saying like that's different though. I don't like that's a game I oh, knew was gonna be good. Would you say that Monster Hunter is more emotionally attached for you rather than mechanically attached for you? Well, no, I love the mechanics. Okay, okay, just checking and seeing where your chart goes, you know, with good games. Because I love Ape Escape, but that game is Ape Escape jank. is amazing and is amazing. Well, because like you know, it's a, and it's right now in the bay of looter shooters. Everything's multiplayer campaigns. Like single player games are garbage, apparently, by well, big corporations like EA, Activision. There's a game. Mm-hmm. You know, has no. I mean, there might be DLC down the line. Who knows? There will be. That's probably going to sure. be good. Though. <laughs> um, but you know, they marketed this game at sixty dollars. There was no weird. You can pre-order this game. You can play the first ten hours. You can play Thursday, Friday, but not Saturday. You know, <laughs> nothing like that. They made a game. They sold the game. Bam. Well, no, no, no. I understand that 
um, our gaming climate has been nothing but multiplayer. Um, honestly, always online. Don't forget that part. Yeah, always online streaming service, basically with your video games. I wouldn't say that the looter shooter is as fully dominant anymore. Um. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like that was that was what was happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I agree. I, I, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Um, okay. Next line of news, Dustin. What you got? So uh, I'm sure some of y'all already know this. Trying to get some more video, not video game. Well, it's kind of video game. Um, on the opposite end of the spectrum of listening to feedback. Um, so the. I, I'm not going to say it's. I know good, what you're about to bring up, but it's. <laughs> I am tentative, tentatively hopeful. Going to mark that off my list of, of the Sonic trailer. Um, yeah, because apparently they were like, they released it, and people were like, "This is really bad." In fact, this is kind of horrifying. Why does he have teeth? This is scary. And then they were like, "Okay, yeah, you guys are right. This is really bad. Um, we'll be back in a little bit." And they they are, and it looks much more like Sonic. Apparently, the lead designer is like a, a pretty well known in the Sonic like fan community. Yeah, yeah, I believe from one of the rumors, I feel he worked on a Sonic game. Yeah, that's um, very possible. I know yeah. he's done web comics and things like that. Yeah. So I'll I'll say this. So I had that on my list of news actually too. Um, okay. I just have a question. What? Hmm? How how the first Sonic like get through like who um, the fuck that that was well a good it's idea. done usually by committee and then and the, usually it's a bunch of people who know nothing except well maybe they don't even know anything I don't know well but they they do based on like things it's I guess I think a lot of times you get people who think they know a lot more than they do kind of like me who <laughs> except they have powers to make decisions well and it's also kind of. <laughs> Frankenstein-esque what, what they do. They they essentially get a group of people who are all working for the company or some people who have like, you know, different aspects within there or shareholders mm-hmm. or whatever. And then they kind of Frankenstein monster up the creation of whatever property they're trying to do and do certain things that are like key notes of this character that they think will bring them in. And they were going for hyper-realism because of the Pokemon movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, they saw that that worked. And it's kind of like how people kept copying Dark Souls games or yeah. how um, a lot of RPGs all started to become... JRPGs started all becoming, like, really dark and upsetting during the 90s and stuff mm-hmm. like that because of... Or how, like... Stuff. All the shooter games suddenly had to have RPG elements. RPG elements, cover shooters. You have to hide behind stuff to um, heal up that stuff. They look at things from games that were successful and think the Mm -hmm. things that were in them are what make them good. It's kind of why the get good thing annoys me a lot because gamers in their brain believe if I'm yelling at my game, this game must be good and I must be a good gamer. Um, but we'll get into getting good later. That's a topic I want to discuss. Yeah, um, good. It's its own episode. Almost. But the but the Sonic movie. So okay, full disclosure to people who don't know this about me because I actually don't talk about it a lot. Sonic is in my top ten mascots of all time. I really, 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 really like Sonic. I am. I wouldn't call myself a hyper fan of Sonic. I read the comics off and on. 
I've played most of the games. Well, no. I've played all the good games. <laughs> I don't touch any of the bad ones, typically. Um, I really, there are there's a quite lot. a few of both. There's more There's more <laughs> bad ones than there are good ones. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, are you telling me you never played Sonic and the Black Knight? That's a masterpiece. Okay. Um, I was going to say <laughs> that I really, really, really enjoy um, all the Sonic games. And I enjoy Sonic as a character. I know everyone's like, he's stuck in the 90s. Well, if you adapt him correctly, he works. Because the comic I'm reading, he's perfect in. Um, it's not a Ken Pender comic, right? No. Um, <laughs> I read an interesting article on Ken Penders and all his involvement in that comic. So it's actually fascinating from a creative standpoint. But anyway. Um, and I was going to say that, like, as far as the movie goes, I feel he looks pretty much how he would look in that setting. Mm -hmm. I don't agree that he's with humans, but I understand what they're going to do with that character. They're going to... Every, every anthropomorphic animal character that comes from a different universe is going to be put in a world with humans for some reason. Yeah, it's, it's just the same plot for every one of these movies, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, it's the same plot. It's same it's E.T. E just made over and over and over yes. again. All yes. the way down. E.T.'s all the way down. Weird alien creature comes into world, meets young Caucasian boy, our man. Um, they typically have a normal life, our job... They get together, they do weird jokey road trip stuff, government and our science individual finds them, insert female interest, either young woman that knows the person but doesn't like him for the longest time, strong independent woman, quotation marks, um, who, doesn't no man. who doesn't need no man, who then eventually needs the man later, and now we've changed that into basically ethnic woman of some darker yeah. variety yeah. who then meets person they ensue relationship can either be platonic or not um and then there is a slightly deeper mystery about it bad guy either gets injured via hero's ability and then like transforms himself further which probably will happen to jim carrey's character because he's in black in the beginning he's probably going to change into the iconic red you know, I really just hope he gets so stressed out from trying to chase him that he winds up like a regular Eggman, like he just gets fat. Yeah, like he gets a pot belly or something, and he has <laughs> yes. long legs. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like, and I I will say this. I was looking at the, the trailer. I haven't heard it fully with words. I actually looked at Jim Sterling's um, trailer reaction video to it. Mm -hmm. um, but I was listening to it underneath his, um, his um, vo vocal parts, and mm -hmm. Sonic seemed kind of funny. Like, oh, yeah. he yeah, seemed yeah, he kind seems of funny. There was a part, I want to go see it. Uh, that, that shit has to come on Netflix. That is mm -hmm. a I Am Bored Saturday Afternoon movie. But, um, I'm not it for five I might catch it on the like the matinee. Yeah, matinee or something like that. That's fine. Um, there's a part where Sonic like runs out goes to like a yarn festival comes no, I back think it's the rubber band the ball rubber band in, ball. in Wisconsin yeah he runs to Wisconsin gets to the rubber band and he comes back with all the stuff and he's just casually hitting like a paddle ball <laughs> and I was yeah, like actually funny. somebody made a really good gif with that on Imager because Imager produces weird things I'll, I'll have to send you that later it's, it, it's, it's... it felt very Sonic it, it felt did very, very Sonic. Sonic it reminded me of the old like um the old Sonic cartoon, you yeah. know, the one where um, 
where he was voiced by Urkel, and it was kind of weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, okay, so yeah, Sonic, that that actually is interesting to me. Don't know how that'll be. But on that note, on the nostalgia movie note, I'll wipe these out now because I have them as news um, on my end. Um, Scooby-Doo and SpongeBob movie. Um, these do not look as appetizing to me as the SpongeBob. Yeah, sorry, not SpongeBob. As the Sonic kind of did. Mm-hmm. But so they're re they're making a Scooby Doo movie. Yeah, um, I heard a little bit about that. Did not watch the trailer. Cast in it? What what Arnold? Does it have the original cast in it? So the original cast of what? There's several forms of Scooby Doo. Oh, you're right. There's, you have the, um, so no, none of the original, I don't think any of the original live action characters. What's the movie where, oh, none of the live action, okay, never mind. No. Um, so none of those characters are in it. Um, I don't think any of the original cast from the original Scooby-Doo are alive. No, I know Casey Kasem is not, you know, he was the... The radio guy was was always shaggy. Mm-hmm. Um, He's also what was it, Cliff Jumper in Transformers? Do you remember that character? That yes. Was also Casey yes. Um, there are. Gosh, I feel really old now for mentioning that. Okay, anyway, we, are, we, we are all old. Um, I was going to say that in this movie, apparently Scooby is meeting Shaggy for the first time, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be an origin, an origin story. story. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then. They're connecting, there's something up with this, because we all know, like, and again, it, it comes back again to, n- not necessarily E.T., but close enough. Scooby apparently is introduced to Shaggy on the beach. Some cop, for some reason, is like, hey, kid, this dog ain't yours. I'm taking it. And then he's like, what's his first name? He was like, Scoob. Scoob. And then... He was like, no, he's a Scooby. And he was like, what's his middle name? Doobie? And then he was like, what's his last name? Doo. And I was like, ah, I get it. No. But like, for some reason, it's the origins of when they, when they bring him up. Um, and then they show like Daphne and Freddie and all of them. And Velma. I heard, I heard Fred is like, the the like has finally embraced his destiny as like the ultimate Chad. Because he was always kind of the Chad. I guess he seemed pretty all right to me. <laughs> well, I mean, like, and does not not necessarily personality wise, but aesthetic wise, he was always like the that dude. Maybe they have definitely dumbed down um, a lot of their ov- overly iconic personality traits, at mm. least from the trailer. Except Velma, who still the, still the super nerd. So, no, okay, here's the thing. I knew they were going to do this in the trailer, and I I thought I would be wrong and I would be happy. They're showing more times with her without her glasses on because, you know, mm. Velma is hot now. And so, oh, like... She's the hot nerd now. She's the hot nerd now. And I'm just like, why can't she wear her glasses? Why can't she be hot nerd with the glasses on? Also, they got... I don't know what voice actress they got for her or which actress, but they got a very sultry-sounding lady. So it's mm. like... That seems a little bit odd. Uh, it, it, it's it's odd, but it's also like they, they know their audience. Um, yeah, this is true. This and is then true. finally on the animal movie train, and then I'll throw 
some more news you guys also i just want to say before you get to that that when you started talking about more of the more of the other stuff people were doing i was getting to worry that you're going to tell me that that this was the start of the hanna-barbera cinematic universe (laughs) you you joke but it's coming um you may you may see huckleberry you may see huckleberry hound and what's the shark uh jabberjaw jabberjaw Gotta get some Jabberjaw right. in this. Snagglepuss, right? Snagglepuss. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yogi goes, Bear. Oh my God! Well, he's already had a movie, hasn't he? Yeah, I think so. It wasn't yeah, that yeah, yeah. I will burn the theaters. Like, <laughs> I just cannot handle that. I can't even. Finally, hitting on Arnold's generations of nostalgia, SpongeBob SquarePants has a new movie coming out. Oh yeah. Um. I not, actually saw the trailer to that one. Not as ridiculous as I thought it would be. Like not the not the movie itself, like that SpongeBob is gonna be silly. But like the fact that SpongeBob has another movie, mm-hmm. um, it's not that weird since he had a movie come out in his like heyday and he's still relevant ish. Because he's a man. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't. I understand because Shaggy is a meme and spongebob is a meme and millennials for as much as progressive thinking as um we are categorized are we are also still unique sheep we're just cyber sheep and um cyber sheep 2020 yes and so they're just going to they're like people like memes people like scooby-doo people like spongebob let's true. make a meme let's make a movie off of this um <laughs> But yeah, okay. Well, that's the movie news I've had. Anyone got some other news they would like to share? Uh, yes, I would actually have like one piece of news. Go right on ahead, sir. And it is anime related. Um, apparently, the editor for One Piece said it might be at One Piece might be ending in about five years. Oh no. It took him almost um, like. Go ahead, keep keep going, keep going. Well, that's what that's what the editor has said. Now it's up to uh, obviously it's not like he's the one making it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it isn't the creator called Uda. Oda. Oda, that's how you pronounce it. Okay, mm-hmm. he's the one obviously making it, but the editor has said stated in a fan site that One Piece might be ending in about five years. Well, I can tell you straight up from the experiences that most manga have, if your editor says something's going to happen, probably going to happen. The the reason Dragon Ball turned out how it did was from editorial like like interference at at a point. I say interference, Dragon Ball um manga and Dragon Ball Z, the anime it's so hard to explain it to people like in America because it's it's just Dragon Ball. But Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z is where it ends. So it's like I have to refer to it as the end of the Dragon Ball manga, but Dragon Ball Z, the anime. Um, mm-hmm. it, it The reason it ended the way it did, the reason Cell is how he is, the reason that Manjin Buu exists is from editorial and contributions so i like how you phrase that because I, I think it wound up positive in the end but yeah i don't want to say interference i will say yeah, with, sometimes people say meddling but i don't think it was i'd really frame it that negatively it no it wasn't fully negatively meddling um not in that degree but um but yeah 
I worry about One Piece because while five years is a long time and it's plenty to finish up this damn manga. Um, I love One Piece, by the way. I say damn because it's really long. Um, the issue here... Yeah, I just caught up. The, um, don't tell me I've been avoiding... I don't like to read chapter by chapter. Um, I like to kind of binge it. Um, I'm, okay. I'm in Wano, and I have seen the big head man. The big head man. Um, mm. His it's demise. Um but I was going to yeah, say talk about it then. Um, but I will say this because of how long it took for them to get to Wano I don't know how he's going to end it that fast like five years is fast in one piece time like if you think about how long it took to get here like there's going to be and every manga has these things that I like to call the um, the fast forward sagas where your characters mm-hmm. just power up astronomically within seconds. Um, but yeah, I guess that's good to hear. Also a little side fact I just learned when I was More trying to figure to out hear, when. Depending. Hmm? No. Uh, no, it just, uh, James said it might be <laughs> good to hear, but I also, I, if you really love One Piece, that might be some bad news. Yeah. Mm. Apparently it's a $21 billion franchise now. What is One really? Piece? Mm-hmm. Just all the mm-hmm. revenue from anime and and goods and manga and it's video a, it, has it outsold most of its other competition. Yep. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just was. I actually started because I was like, "How long has One Piece going?" And it started in nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I was eight when I first came. I was born. That's pretty cool. Uh, I, I I was ten when that. Came. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Um, it is old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the greatest movie came in my year. I guess <laughs> you can contribute yourself to it. I guess. <laughs> I, I, I guess Arnold can claim it. I mean, Mega Man. Yeah, you get Mega Man. Um, I don't know what I have. I don't really look up my ear. Something nice happened. I'll look it up at some point later. Uh, <laughs> but, alright. Dustin, any news? Any more news on your end? Um, I think that's it. Ooh, Possibly. Then I get to close out the news. Mm-hmm. I got two things. Three, and I'm going to shoot through them pretty fast. Um, I just tested out the League of Legends, or the Legends of Runeterra. I finally, the, I finally got into that... beta. That's Hearthstone. Um, yeah, it's Hearthstone League of Legends. Okay. It is actually really good. Um, okay. It looks really pretty. Um, I'm going through the tutorials. Um, the concepts, there's a lot of like complicated combos and stuff that can come up. Um, and I'm learning them. I like how they integrate some of the champion's abilities and stuff like that. It's pretty good. It's still a Riot game, so I kind of feel dirty. Um just a little just just a little only because i can't really escape like china's influence and stuff and i want yeah. to be clear <laughs> that i don't mind china are the chinese people it's their government and business like individuals 
and how mm-hmm. they run things. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's not just them. It's our business people and how yeah. they receive it. We, we kind of gave them a great, great uh, model to work off of. Right. Over. <laughs> so it's kind of like I feel dirty on some ends with it. Um, but, yeah, it's really good. I would recommend it. Um, I have a friend. Um, she plays League of Legends a lot. I'm probably going to let her play my account because she really likes card games after she played well she doesn't like card games but she played the witcher's card game and she's addicted mm. to it so we're gonna she see if likes she likes yeah um there's a there's a card game out there for everyone i love final fantasy nines so you know it's it's basically yeah um it's a good one though it's a little bit more like a complicated hearthstone um huh. and yeah i like the pack deals the pack deals are pretty cool um. Anyway, moving on from that, Death Stranding. Oh yeah, really I thought great. about mentioning that one. You know, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard. I've very heard mixed reviews. Overall, all the reviews seem to be negative. However, I listened to Kotaku, Tim Rogers, um, the guy who runs. I don't think he runs Kotaku, but he works for Kotaku and he does most of their reviews. Mm-hmm. One, I like listening to him talk. He has a linguistics degree. He's a. He has a. He's a very intelligent individual, um, and he uses a lot of the way he writes and speaks is is mesmerizing. <laughs> um, and he's like I wouldn't say he's of higher intellect than the normal person, but he's very well educated. Like he, right. he's he very well spoken, very very well, well spoken, and and I I address that as being a smart eloquent. person. Yeah. And I address that as being a smart, a smart person, but I wouldn't say, like, you know, he's going to wrap your mind in a cube. Um, but he really, 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 really likes it. Um, he thinks it's, like, um, Kojima's, like, way of of giving people the, 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 the way of, like, how hard it is to be, like, a courier person. And, yeah, like... I can see that. Like, to be honest, Kojima's a really artsy guy. Like... I think that maybe I think it's one of those games that's kind of like those movies that you may not necessarily enjoy them, but you can respect the artistic integrity of them if that makes sense. Which is weird to say for a game because if you don't enjoy it, does that hurt its overall value? Well, see, I'll but, use this. I'll use this statement. One, I don't think Death Stranding is a good game. <laughs> I. I like listening to his review about it, and I can respect his opinion on it. I think it's a bad game. If you have to measure a way to stand up in a game, it's not good to me. That being said, I also don't like the Dark Souls games, but I think they're really good games. Hmm. And I think that is the difference here, is that I can't respect Kojima's vision because He's been up until now. It had always been like everyone's like, man, Kojima is getting like a lot of oversight at Konami and stuff like that. Which I believe Konami's horrible, but they tailored his butt in, and this is the most Kojima video game ever made. Oh yeah, it's intensely. It's like this is what happens when he's given full reign for and, better or worse. And he should never have full reign ever again. That 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 boy needs some restraint, like some restraints on his ass. Like 
we need to like broly his ass like someone needs to like power down his level um <laughs> put some chakra seals on that bitch like that that QB cannot be flying around I'm trying to think of a bunch of anime All references. These anime references. Got to get him some weighted power, some weighted training clothes. Weighted training clothes. He needs reverse spiral power. Um, was that a Gurren Lagan? Yes, that was a thing oh, wow. top of Gurren Lagan. Deep, deep cuts. The deep ones. Um, he needs. To, I'll go in even deeper. He needs to have his body shot with the magic arrow by Omiko into a tree. Until his girlfriend's no, reincarnated spirit up in here. His girlfriend's reincarnated spirit comes and wakes him back up. <laughs> oh um, goodness. But yeah. I kinda wanna watch that show again. I oh, the I, sub is much different tone than the dub. We're getting on a tangent again. We are a little bit on a tangent. Um but This is what happens. Um okay, and then in closing, one last bit of news. Um me and my lady have Disney Plus. I think Disney is a horrible company, but I'm watching Gargoyles. <laughs> if you gotta watch something, at least you've chosen well. This, and all, show is amazing. All I can do is go da dun 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 da. Um, it's also nice being able to watch the original X Men in Spider Man. And I'll yeah, be able that to. That X Men show is good stuff. Yeah, I'll finally be able to finish Spider Man Ultimate because I can never finish it. On... Is that the which is that the Neil Patrick Harris one or is that the? Maybe. I was There's too young that... to know who was voicing him after yeah. the original one. Um, yeah. but yeah, There's been so many Spider Man shows. Is the Hulk show on there? Oh, probably. I haven't looked. There's probably a lot of Marvel shows that people never finish. I saw Fantastic Four. So. Okay. Well, Fantastic Four is on there. Then probably Iron Man is. Mm hmm. Oh, the yeah. Marvel action war back in the day. Uh, yeah. yep, that was, that's the one. <laughs> used to be Saturday morning watching that with the introductions by Stan Lee. Yes. Excelsior, man. That was the shit. <laughs> oh, I wish kids could enjoy Saturday morning cartoons. You've got Disney Plus. Go watch those shows. They're actually pretty good. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how well they've aged, but I know the X Men shows aged. They've, so they've recently. Yeah, they've aged pretty well. Gargoyles aged really well, and uh, my girlfriend is. Um, she told me that she didn't like it at first when she was younger because it was basically like competing with Batman, and it really is. It's like it really Disney's is. Batman. Um, really but yeah. Gets, I liked all the crazy mythological references they get into in the later seasons. Yes, yes. Um, but all right, let's get to the topic 30 minutes into our episode. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> News gets longer and longer. It'll probably get worse as we go. Um, but, um, okay, topic for today. Simple question. Is anime a good teacher? Now, what do I mean by this when I say is anime a good teacher? I don't know, James. Well, um, basically, anime is watched primarily by people via the ages of like eight years old to... You don't really stop at this age, but about like 28, 30. This, this is a range, by the way. I still watch it. Like, I'm still going to watch it years later. 
and I know people who are older than me that watch anime, but the target demographics are usually between, and I'll even smush it a little bit, between 12 years old and 25. These are very impressionable time periods for individuals growing up. And anime is not just a story, it's not just the colors, it's not just the plot, you know, those two plots that they typically put in front of the women characters. Um, Those are a big influence on... Those are really big influences on teenage minds. (laughs) So... Another thing that they sometimes think with. But anyway... And even this joke, which we'll get into more, you will see that anime has very influential properties of like social dynamics, um, cultural dynamics, understanding of culture too, of course, because there's there's a lot of Japanese culture within, in, within anime. What do you mean, James-san? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dustin-senpai. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that was, that was maybe a little... In, but, uh, but no, no. Like, yeah, it's it's... True, like there's a lot of um, influences there within the anime community to the degree that, um, for instance, I don't know, I think they've taken it out more and more through anime, but me and Dustin definitely grew up at the point of anime where the sweat drop was a thing and the falling Mm -hmm. backwards when a stupid situation happened. Mm. Um, That was really big. And uh, the, the, uh, the, retaliatory smack that leaves the giant like not on not on someone's head that's somehow bandaged and swelling so i was going to get into it's like looney tunes basically (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. um and so i was going to get into all the different aspects and cultural importances and also some of the negative aspects of anime and just kind of looking at is anime a really good teacher is it really good for people to like take lessons from anime or just understand anime is anime um and i've kind of like put anime into a few different sections so i have like um animes from like the 70s to the 80s i don't have like the actual names but i'm just categorizing them 70s to the 80s, 90s to the 2000s, and then, like, um, the 2000s up until now. And what anime has kind of um, changed into. And actually, I'm going to say 2000s up to 2010, and then 2010 until now. Um, So, just to get these out of the way, I was going to say that I categorize 80s anime, 70s and 80s anime, as the warning and, like, power fantasy anime so you know early anime was all about like technology can do this in the future we need to be wary oh my goodness what can happen here um you have all your like power characters like kinshiro and like the um um original jojo um, um um and stuff like that then you get your 90s anime which i like to call we are a group doing shit (laughs) anime because honestly when i thought about 90s anime it didn't really fit a theme it was almost like i call it like the shenanigans 
Like <laughs> you were a group of friends on an adventure anime. Yeah, like and it was like a JoJo small group. Part three, JoJo Part Dragon Three, Ball, Dragon Ball, Yu Yu Hakusho, Yu Yu Hakusho. Hunter X Hunter, right? Um, um, Saint Seiya, Sailor Moon, Outlaw Star, Outlaw Star, Cowboy Bebop. Um, all your big names like that. Uh, Ronin Warriors, as we had it. I think it was like something in other Samurai Troopers in, in Japan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, then, early 2000s, you get the, I call the adventure, and I'm, I'm a big kid now anime. <laughs> so, like, this was when your anime started, like, being all questionable and like challenging like things and going on your big grandiose adventures and of course some of these anime were introduced in the 90s but they got really you big know, like you had your evangelion mm-hmm. uh serial experiments lane yep 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 fullman alchemist stuff mm-hmm. like that um and now when we come to 2000s it is kind of like we have a lot of technology anime <laughs> Um, we do have a lot and of we are trying now. to recreate all these other decades of anime. Okay, um, more Dragon Ball, more Dragon Ball, got new Naruto sequels. Right, there's thing. more sequels. This is his anime. We got seasons. totally not Naruto, aka Tokyo Shinobi Squad, which is Cyberpunk Naruto. Let's let's not even like yeah. try to hide it. So, going off of all of that, and this is a generalization. Everyone listening in on this. Um, this clearly isn't like every anime in these time periods are just like this. Um, that aside, I was wondering if we can pick... Uh, well, I, I made a list of things. So I was going to say what the list is and kind of have you guys jump in as we go and just see what's there. So one thing I wanted to examine first off was... Let's start with something dark. Um... <laughs> I have a section of depression slash self-worth slash mental health. Um, and I have a couple of anime, but I want to ask Arnold first if he can think of some anime that may tackle some of these things. Uh, the only really thing that first comes to mind is... Um, the, um, Jesus Christ. You, you just said it. The, Which one? The, uh, Which one? Describe it. <laughs> the, the alchemist. Full oh, alchemist. alchemist. <laughs> you, you, you're gonna get attacked by somebody. Or something. Yeah. So okay. Um, tell me what what do you mean by that? Full Metal Alchemist is on my list actually under this thing. But what do you mean? Because like in the beginning, I mean the whole point of the anime is, um, Jesus Christ! As you can tell, it's been a while since I watched this anime. <laughs> Clearly. What's the what's the what's the main character's name? Which Edward? one? Or Alphonse. Not the not the younger brother, but um Edward Elric. Edward Elric. Yeah. Like the main part of the anime is him trying to Oh you died, Arnold. Yeah, I think I think Comcast decided to uh to punish him for his, his forgetfulness. Arnold. Are you there? He's, he's breaking mm-hmm. up. Oh, Arnold, are you there? You broke up the whole time. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. Say what you're saying again. Comcast censored you. Did you yep. Did you talk about Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> China's evading already. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like the beginning, like the, um, 
beginning is um, um, the Elric trying, or the Elric brothers trying to claim the younger bro- brother's body back and trying to get his limbs back. And that sounds noble at the beginning. You know, they're looking for the philosopher's stone. They don't know much about it. Uh, but later on, they learned that hey, this rock, this this gem that's uh, supposed to have amazing spoilers powers. Coming. You've been warned. Uh, it is, I guess it's kind of spoilers. This is super old, though. It, it is uh, old. Um, it turns out that this rack, uh, the way it got its powers, is that there's millions and millions of like souls in it, of people souls that had to be killed to make it. And then later on, you learn that the reason why these these kids are having this problems in the first place is because they try to bring back their dead mom. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, like, it first, like, it starts, like, oh man, it's a great quest, but later on, you're like, oh god, this story's kind of messed up. Well, I think it also challenges the ideal of, um, like, like consequences. It also mm-hmm. challenges the duality between um, overly reliant on one thing. So, throughout most of Fullmetal Alchemist, we get two factions essentially you get the military which is um the very like scientific portion you get elward Edric, who's all about science and then you get the other end of it the more spiritual and religious sections with mm-hmm. scar and also the door like the um mm-hmm. and you get like these concepts of like greater beings and like right. Different yeah, meddling things. in the territory of God. Right, meddling in the territory of God. Um, Edward literally, like, if depending on which full metal alchemist that you see first, like, there's the original there are one. several, and they're actually... The second, the first one good. is really good, yeah. yeah. This, the first one is really good, and Brotherhood is really good. It just follows the manga. Um, they There's a point where Ed is, like, talking to a priest inside of a church and just basically insulting everything he does given that priest is evil but like you know um <laughs> but there, there's also the actually like dedicated right out lady uh, rose who's getting abused by abused by elric by edward because mm-hmm. edric, edward is so cynical right and the whole concept is that like is not being overly reliant on one thing to understand the world at large no matter what you believe or what you think and i think kind of what you were saying arnold is that the adventure starts off kind of simple right it's just like we need the stone to get it um but then yeah, it, so it kind of starts like with the hero's quest a bit mm-hmm. yeah it starts off with the hero's quest a good bit but it kind of fractions off and it does get into these different elements of like the mental health and trauma for like Hawkeye and Mustang and um oh what's my boy big mustache Armstrong 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 yes Armstrong, Armstrong. Louis Armstrong the the mental health of these individuals who went through war and had to kill innocent people you know for mm-hmm. their country and right. stuff like that um, and questions of whether it was worth it and how right. do we Make it worth it. Right. And there's people who fully embrace the chaos, like Kimberly. Um, hashtag one of the greatest characters ever. Um, he's he's such a he's such an edgelord person's he's, character. He's, like he's so like he doesn't care about anything. Look at him go. Um but yeah, definitely um there's a lot of like mental health 
um, and self-worth issues within Fullmetal Alchemist, but also that greater look at um, society at large and a reflection of the human self. And I would argue, not even hard because it's Fullmetal Alchemist, that it definitely is one of the more positive ways anime is used. Um, I would recommend Fullmetal Alchemist to anybody, even if you don't like watch anime, like watching anime or cartoons. It's just a solid story. So yeah, okay, okay. Um, actually, and I'll move around my my list here, and I'm gonna let you guys kind of just throw some anime out there that you may have thought about, and I'll tell you where I put it on my list, and we'll see. Okay, so um, we're looking at the philosophical kind of um, heavily psychological drama driven. Oh, I know where you're going. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> drop. Ava was such <laughs> a big because it came out when i was still in high school i still have a dvd box set from high school which apparently is like valuable now because of the redub and all that people hate Um, um but anyway yeah and it deals a lot with it actually took a lot of the old like anime tropes and subverted them about you mean it's not a good idea to put hormonal teenagers in giant weapons of mass destruction you mean they might not actually take to saving the world really well and that it actually is very psychologically yeah traumatic yeah and that the people who are good at it are not psychologically stable like asuka Mm -hmm. who like is so determined to impress everyone that she's really good at it because she's a little bit psychotic Yes, she is um, extremely She's sociopathic. By the way, <laughs> just saying. I honestly only like um, what's her name. Well, she's one of my favorite. Like some of the side characters are really good. Like, um, Katsunagi. And, Katsunagi, uh, that's it. And um, Ri- uh, I just went. Ryoji. Ryoji's the Ryoji, older guy. Ryoji's cool too. Ryoji's cool too. I really like Ryoji. Um, I definitely agree with you. Definitely, you definitely found the anime for like um, the the the. the it's the, the millennial. It's the millennials. Heavy anime. Anime is so deep. It's anime. so. It's this is like. I've seen Neon Genesis and, and I've seen the world and it's like <laughs> I I know now what it means I I'm 17 but I've seen it so I know everything that my parents don't know mom you're wrong I'm not um, going to church now <laughs> so I just want to say as you said this I just pictured and no offense to anyone out there. I just pictured this guy with like the the unkempt beard and the <laughs> trilby mm-hmm. who tells you about how clever he is that he is an atheist than the sheeple who still buy into organized religion and the 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 he per, has a the, the the first ep- <laughs> <laughs> um the first Jesus <laughs> <laughs> the the um the but I, I mean no offense to no no no, this no is you, but it's please please keep listening there are definitely a group of people who are the edward elrics of the first episode like yes there are a lot yeah. of people who come off like 
I know everything. I'm good. Like, I don't need anything else to guide me on my way of life. Um, even though I've not learned from other people. Um, and I am just as bad as some of the other people in some ways. Of course, Ed is not that extreme. But, like, yeah. Neon Genesis definitely studies about, like, that anime trope of, like, you have teenagers doing this serious stuff. And bad things happen. And bad things always happen in Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, bad things happen. If you see something coming in that show and you're like, oh, no, 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 don't do it. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's fucked up. It's kind of um, like... There's, there's some worse ones out there, but not not not, not many. Neon is definitely definitely was on my um my list as well in depression and sad things. Um, I'm going to. I'm, I'm gonna I'm, get a deep cut here. I'm not gonna go deep. You know what? I am gonna go deep. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way because this is an ugly one. <laughs> How deep we going here? Uh, we going nasty deep. We're going into berserk. Um, oh, berserk is so berserk. Bad. I'm sure. When my friend Sarah hears this, she will go, ha, 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 yes. Would you say, would she go berserk? No, I'm kidding, sorry. <laughs> um, she probably just yelled out, like, fuck Griffith. That's probably what she just did, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, I having, been, having talked about berserk. I think it's it. Um, the thing is, okay, so with berserk, not getting into too many things, I'm not going to get into any spoilers since berserk is, while it is an ancient manga and anime, and if you have not read it or watched it, uh, I don't really know what you're doing with your time. But um, it is, it's what people thought Game of Thrones on HBO was. Like, they <laughs> thought it was this, ooh, Game of Thrones is so deep, and it's all this, look at all this stuff that happens. No. Berserk it's like, hold my beer, <laughs> and then hold my other beer, because Guts is huge. Um, but like, Guts would have two beers, and he'd be sober. Uh, <laughs> but I was going to say, Berserk does deals with something that's really, really difficult. And no, it's not the harsh reality of war. It's not the the act of betrayal. It's not the monsters. It's not the blood. It's they do a lot of depictions of sexual abuse. Like, mm -hmm. really difficult concepts around sexual abuse. And not getting into too many details again. But a lot of, of the key characters experience it in very realistic, um, brutish ways. In, in different levels, too. Like, the kind that's just, like, obviously sexually abusive. And then the kind that's all, like kind of hidden behind doors and then you have a lot of like psychological manipulation of people who you think are close with you and stuff like that and that happens throughout it and it's so subtly done um that when it is dropped into your face it's like you're like oh my goodness all of this is happening and i think berserk does that better so far than any other manga or anime i've encountered um, mainly because people only think of Berserk as Guts the Bloody Swordsman, you know, the the black swordsman with the big sword. You know, he's the poster boy for giant swords. Yeah, um, he's sort of the, you the think Cloud is predecessor that right. started the giant sword trend. If you look at Cloud, he looks like uh like like um Apple Store version of Guts. <laughs> like he's trimmed down and looking all nice and Sleek. clean. He's the Guts Mini. He is the Guts Mini. 
So, I definitely think Berserk, and I think honestly, when it comes to depression, self worth, and mental health, anime so far does it well. Um, it depicts it realistically and like portrays it in a. I don't know if I would say healthy way, but it's it's in a relatable way for people. Um, I have one more in this category, but I was going to see if you guys have any more you can think of. Well, I don't have any for any depressing. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll get one more out of the way. Because I don't watch a lot of depressing anime. No, no, no. You do. Um, okay. One on my list. One on my list. Um... Hunter Hunter. Um, one character in particular. Um, he is not my favorite character, but he's my favorite character to, to, character to break down. Um, the character Kilua. He is the white-haired uh-huh. kid who is really cool with a skateboard. He's the assassin kid. Kilua comes from an assassin family who is very abusive towards him because they manipulate him into staying with the family and not making friends. And by keeping him away from friends, they keep Kilua trapped within himself, basically. Um, and his inability to kind of like find lasting relationships to the degree that once he does find a friend, he it's almost devastating when they're not together at times um, and when they're forcefully pushed away. And Kilua has... The um the destructive qualities of like self doubting himself constantly and not knowing how to express himself fully in an emotional state. So he puts on this cool demeanor constantly. Um and he he reminds Kilua reminds me of not only people I know, but also like um Teenagers in general and young adults in general because Kilua is struggling to find himself and find friends that he can rely on but he doesn't also always realize that he himself can sometimes be pushing them away or the people around him may be destructive and keeping him from people that are good for him and I yeah I really 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 like Kilua as a concept I want to say Kilua suffers from depression but he definitely suffers from a value of self-worth, if that makes sense, which can lead into the depression parts. Um, and then finally, Mob Psycho. But I'll get into Mob Psycho once we get to another area of my list. Anyway, other anime you guys may want to bring up. Arnold, you got some? Not from, like, which topic are you? Oh, no, just, just bring up which one you would like to bring up. I have the topic list. I can throw it in. Mob Psych... I don't even know what that is. What is that? It's, it's oh, it's Get out of here. here. I, have not, I have not seen that. Get out of here. It's pretty good. I can't mention, like... I can't think of deep anime without thinking Ghost in the Shell. Um, just because of the the themes with transhumanism. and um, Yeah, I like cyberpunk stuff anyway. So, but yeah, it deals a lot with some issues on what is humanity and the bridge between technology and humanity and the idea of the cyborg, whether that's a literal, like, you know, full-fledged combat cyborg or just people augmenting themselves in various ways with technology and the and what happens when AI gets so smart it's indistinguishable from people and things like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely Ghost in the Shell lends itself to transhumanistic thoughts. Um, I... I get so <laughs> bored with that type of thing in anime. Not to say it's bad, but mm. it, by nature, lends itself to being bleak. And yeah, I think it can get really dark really quickly. And I actually have noticed this about myself. I can only look at something like that once a year. So yeah. I watched um, the new Blade Runner, I think, last year, like mm-hmm. on Netflix or something like that. And then the year before that, I watched the remakes, the remake movies of Ghost in a Shell, the, the mm-hmm. animated ones. Um, not not that I, the one with ScarJo. Not the one. Not the um, ScarJo one. Um, but, and I enjoyed all these things. I enjoy cyberpunk. But when it comes to transhuman things, it it definitely is something I have to take in bouts. Yeah, it's it, it's a heavy subject, and so it's it's. I think Ava's that way too, to some degree. That it's yes. such a dense anime that you sometimes just have to take a break from it. Yes, um, I'll say that Ava has That's some. Some of these are not ones you watch for fun. You watch them for like, I guess, in a weird way, like the literary value. Like uh, right, yeah, yeah, a non a non anime example of this, which is I think a magnificently written novel overall, enjoyable. But a very heavy novel is *The Road* by Cormac McCarthy has sort of that same sort of thing going on. That it's just so like emotionally taxing. The road you feel like you got something out of it, but you also like don't want to read it again for a while. Yeah, *The Road* is more akin to the area of berserk with dealing mm-hmm. with the human. Um, yeah, the yeah, human sort of a jumping topics, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Arnold you choose the next anime sir so i don't know if you got i think you've i think you've talked about it um but kaiguya i'm, I'm looking this up right now kaiguya sama love is war yes kaiguya sama love is war this um, one actually i'm not familiar with so y'all will have to kind of take the lead here i've seen a little bit but arnold you brought it up you go first uh well it's about two like well it's about two students, really three, because there's like a third. Oh no, it's four actually, but the fourth guy is rarely there. But um, but basically the main two people are like super smart, competitive. They're like in a high-end school. One's from like a rich family, which is the girl. The guy's from like a poor family background, but he got into school because he's super smart. And the whole concept of the show is that they both like each other, but they're two. I guess, how would you describe someone who's like, not, I might be arrogant. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like, there's a lot of things wonder. about them. They're, yeah. if I can jump in a little bit to help you, Arnold, um, they're egotistical, they're arrogant, they are, um, they're intelligent, which, and they're aware of it, and so it's even worse for compounding all these other things um they're also they're also shy and unwilling to admit weaknesses like openly and so Mm -hmm. you get them putting on airs but go ahead so like the whole premise of the show is that they both like each other but neither of them want to admit that because admitting that would be 
a sign of defeat. <laughs> so the whole, like, all the episodes are about, like, mind games of how they can get one another <laughs> to confess first. And it's hilarious. It... And... Mm-hmm, go ahead. No, what are you going to say? No, no, finish what you're going to say. Uh, well, I was just going to say, um, and it, for the other two characters, I'm not exactly, like, one's just, like, the loner guy, which I think, in, I don't want to say that, never mind, <laughs> that sounds mean, but, um. What are you going to say? <laughs> nah, never mind. Okay, okay. The, the audience in, in suspense. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's just like he's just like the loner of the group, mm-hmm. and like he also misunderstands a lot of what happens. So he's not very socially aware. He doesn't pick on yeah, social cues. Yeah, well, he's the, the unsocial one, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. And then, the, <laughs> yeah, and the, and the other one is another girl. She's like an airhead. So, like, mm-hmm. most of the time when there's a plan happening, she ruins mm-hmm. it just out of nowhere. Not on purpose, but just because she does something. She inadvertently destroys the plan. Yeah, she inadvertently, like, destroys, like, a plan or something that one of them has, like, amazingly did. She's a she's a narrative device, essentially. Like, um... So, okay. I've watched some of it. Um... It was recommended to me by some people who I respect within the anime area. Um, I did not love it. Um, the comedy hit a little low for me. Um, mainly because I think I've seen this done too many times um, in different anime. Yeah. I do actually think one thing that kills the anime for me is the narrator. Um he destroys all the funny suspense because he breaks up the because essentially it's like death note the romance novel like that's essentially what it is it's a our our code geass the romance novel. like it's all a bunch of mental chess games between these two trying to hook up um but maybe Arnold, what you're alluding to, regardless of the quality of it, I do think it does this pretty well, and that's like exploring social dynamics and relationship dynamics among like younger people. Um, and a lot of slice of life animes do this. Um, and going with the relationship one, my favorite one is Lovely Complex, which is an older anime, um, and it's about a really tall girl who's really dorky. Um, who falls in love with a short boy, a really short boy who's kind of standoffish and want to be cool in their relationship. And it's so real and authentic and they make so many stupid mistakes and stuff for really stupid reasons and the jealousy and everything like that. And they like break up and stuff like that. And um, I prefer that aspect, but I also think like Kaguya-sama like is a good anime for a younger group of people than myself um, that they will enjoy that from. But I think anime like that kind of goes really well into the social dynamics. And were you, were you aiming for that Arnold? Is that what you're kind of going for? Or what were you probably going for? Yeah, I was, I was kind of going towards there. Yeah. I think it does well with showing the dynamics of it. 
Um, so yeah. Yeah, I think Kaguya's thumb is pretty good there. Dustin. Mm-hmm. Got an anime? Uh, what variety of anime would you like? I've seen many anime. I have all sorts of ones I could talk about. You know what? I'm going to pick one for us. Okay. Okay. And we're going to talk about this anime because everyone's probably like ripping their hair out because I haven't mentioned this anime. Naruto. What about Naruto? There's lots of things that can be said about Naruto. There's a lot you can say about Naruto. Um, and let's, let's get Naruto out of the way. Uh, <laughs> Naruto actually fits into a lot of categories. Um, and the two that I put it under is real life shit and depression, self-worth, and mental health. Uh, there are parts of Naruto where both of these categories are handled horribly. Mainly, anything that has red eyeballs handles yeah. all this poorly. Because um, yeah. some of the things yeah. I think about are loss, um, abuse, vengeance. vengeance, and how that can swallow you up. They do all those horribly. Um, friendship, Naruto does horribly. Um, one of the worst examples of of friendship ever in an anime. And here's the reason why. The creator, I don't think, knew what he wanted to do with Naruto. I think he had a vision at the beginning, and I think yeah, near the end... he definitely had sort of a vision at the beginning. Um, I think he maybe had a vision at the middle, and then that's, there was a certain point in which I think he kind of had to maybe improvise a little bit. Yeah, and I'm going to pick up some things, and we're going to kind of talk about each of these things, and I'm going to let you guys kind of, you know, have some wiggle room in this and just, like, see what you think. And I'm going to start off, first off, with social acceptance. Okay. Already so. a big issue, but I'm going to pick two characters, three characters, and we're going to talk about how they are socially accepted at the beginning and how they are socially are not socially accepted at the end. Naruto, Sasuke, Gara. Ooh, yes, some good ones because they yes. try to draw parallels with all three of these. Yes, they draw parallels with all three. They all battle each other. Um, some learn from each other. Some learn from some each other. Do the opposite of learning from each other. They all start off as enemies, are rivals, and always end up as friends. Um, and they all oh, come I, from similar backgrounds. The theme song of Naruto sometimes could be "Why can't we be friends?" Why can't we be friends? That's, that's just Naruto chasing Sasuke <laughs> the whole time with that theme song. New, new AMV here. Those things. Those things were also big back in the day. But anyway. Um, still are apparently. So let's um, let's start off let's start off with social acceptance of Naruto. Um, and you okay. guys can go yay or nay here. Is Naruto socially accepted when we start off the manga or anime? Mm-hmm. Mo- largely. Sorry, go ahead, Arnold. I said I don't, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, largely kid. Few people kind of do, like his teacher. But mm-hmm. he, for the most part, no. He's, he's the class clown. He's mm-hmm. the guy nobody likes. 
He's the cursed child. Is there like look at that guy over there doing that stupid Naruto run? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Okay. So next, was Sasuke socially accepted? Um. So it's weird because he's supposed to be, but he's kind of a jerk. No, like, no, 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 no. Forget their personalities. Are they socially accepted? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would say yeah, he, he is. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. I, I know where you were going, Dustin. But yes. Yeah, he's the genius. Like, mm-hmm. everybody. Sasuke's so dreamy. He's so smart. He does everything so well. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's okay. like supposed to be framed as the, uh, the, the stere- like the polar opposite of Naruto. And yes. Except. Well, hold on. I'm sure get to this in a minute. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, we'll hold it off to that. Okay, next. Gara Is he socially accepted? Isn't he also the same like Naruto, where he, yeah. he was like the cursed kid? Mm-mm. I'd argue no. Gaara... He's, no? he's feared. Right! There you go. Respect <laughs> he, he is... They don't go like, oh, there's that loser. They're like, oh, there's Gara. I'm going to be nice to him because he might kill me. He is not loved. He chooses the fear route of ruling. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I meant that's what I meant. He's also, like, he's also the their uh, cursed kid. Son too. Oh, hold on. Sorry. What were you saying, Arnold? Well, that's what I'm saying that he was the cursed kid. Like, no one. I'm not saying he was the loser of the group. I'm saying, or like, he was the loser. I'm just saying, like, he. No, People didn't want to just hang around him. Right. So, okay. So I was bringing up these these three um, these three parallels because okay, they each have a different social acceptance, right? Naruto is shunned. No one likes him. He's a social outcast. Sasuke is accepted and actually put on a pedestal because he is a genius, according to everybody else. Gara is a combination of the two and is revered as like a a fearful tyrant almost yeah know? he's a weapon he's he a is, weapon he is the guy we have to to bat he's our ninja nuclear weapon right he's a ninja like, nuclear weapon which is actually well technically what Nardo is also kind of supposed to be except yeah. he really looks at it in those terms because the people in charge in konoha are a little more Personable and uh, more moral. Well, the old, old man Hokage. Um, yeah, Hokage is. Um, but okay, the there's some I... jerks there too, like Donzo. But anyway. yeah, I bring this all up because all three of them are technically issues, right? So mm-hmm. Naruto holds a tailed beast. Um, Sasuke's clan was going to create a coup. And then we're all... And then we're all executed. Yes. Like <laughs> um, his brother. Which and, makes it even more. Right. Naruto's dad and mom helped save the village, but then they died doing it. And Gara's mother died supposedly not wanting him, and he has an abusive father and two siblings that fear him. So their mm-hmm. family scenarios are fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> n- nobody has a happy family. Um... So I bring up Naruto and them is because the dynamics of social acceptance in Naruto, at least at the beginning, are very well constructed um, in the world of Naruto. Um, They portray um, each of them having difficulties with their mental health and issues throughout the anime based upon how they were treated. So Naruto is constantly wanting... um, 
attention from people so he acts out he keeps behaving in that way um to be accepted because he just wants friends and people mm-hmm. to like him sasuke constantly is doing well and perfecting himself and trying to be the perfect ninja because his brother was the perfect ninja and his brother was the one that killed his fam his clan now he must be the more perfect ninja, and he must so be he can more kill perfect. his brother yeah so he can kill his brother Gara only knows how to express himself through murder and yeah. like, violence. <laughs> That's how Gara Gara communicates. He's right. like, huh? There's and, a guy. I don't like what he did. Time to murder him. And Gara shows no value in human life because of the fact that he was not valued as a human. No, he is not. He's valued as a weapon, not mm-hmm. a person. Now, flash forward. Okay. Do 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 do. Near the end of Naruto, is Naruto socially accepted? See, they want <laughs> us to think he is. And really, like, everybody kind of looks up to him at that point. I was going to say, like, overall, overall, is he, like, socially accepted? Yeah, everybody who's not kind of a jerk kind of likes Naruto by the end. Because yeah. he's really yeah. kind of goes out on a limb to rescue people. There's people who are like, oh, no, we have to stop him. And Naruto's like, hold up. And, and, I'm a I'm a befriend this guy. And the fact that Naruto is Hokage, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was Hokage. alleding to. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 the ninja president. Yeah, not the ninja president like Chip wants. Oh to be wow, Naruto is like a, a like blonde Cheeto wearing president too, but he's not that bad. <laughs> his outfit is the Cheeto. Right he's he his, his body is Cheeto, and his head is puff. Cheetah puff. Anyway, uh, he's about as loud. So yeah, but he's a like, little bit more intelligent, and that's saying yeah, something. He's a lot nicer. Um, and he helps out the small business. Anyway, I was going to say, um, <laughs> ninja business. Naruto helped my kunai shop. Artists of kunais. Um. So okay. So, um, is, is Sasuke? Is Sasuke socially accepted? No, because he leaves the town. No, 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 no. Oh, no. See, he's he socially accepted. By the end, because for some reason, hold people on. are like, nah. Hold nah, on, you're, okay. leaving, you're leaving ahead a little bit. That's hold okay, on. But yes, yeah, okay. he is socially accepted. Arnold, he is socially accepted. Now, is Gyre socially accepted? Yes, right. actually. Yeah, because so, he Kaze Kage, mm-hmm. so he he actually gets what Naruto wants before Naruto does. Yes, he's because he takes the fear way. to like, oh, everybody's already respects me because they're afraid of me. I guess I'll just be nicer and still be in charge. Mm-hmm. So, throughout the anime and manga of Naruto, we are usually given examples, right? Of why they end up this way. So we'll go with Naruto first. Naruto, um, throughout the anime, gains friends. Mm-hmm. He he has the friendship fist bump. He fist bumps everything and it makes it his friend. Um, it's his ultimate jutsu. Um, <laughs> and, and so that's the theme for Naruto. He's the hero anyway. So, you know, these things happen. Gara. Earlier than Naruto gets accepted, he's already kind of accepted by his siblings, and they just want him to know that they love him. But he doesn't. And they want him to. They want a little more assurance that he's not going to horribly murder them. Right, and so they finally get that after his battle with Naruto, 
Mm-hmm. And so after all of that, um, they kind of like, um, they establish when he's back into town at some point, he protects the town and everything like that. And they all mm-hmm. like, they like revere him now as their Kaze Kage because he sacrificed himself for them mm-hmm. during a battle. Can you two tell me why Sasuke is socially accepted by the ninjas? He, I don't know if Arnold has some insight here, but I feel like Sasuke just cashes in on Naruto's like good karma. Like everybody's sort of like, oh well, we really like Naruto. He saved everybody. Uh, if he says Sasuke's okay, I guess we'll deal with it. What do you think, Matt? Um, Arnold? Wait, so when you said the end of Naruto, I thought we meant like the end of like the first anime, not the end uh, of like all the sheep. This is always a problem when I talk to the younger kiddos. You're right. You're right. There's I the end of Naruto, and then Naruto Shippuden, which is also the manga just had one name. Kind of like Dragon Ball. Right, right that's what I was going to say. That's So Naruto, the overall story. Because I did not finish shipping. Do you mind spoilers? Yeah, no, I me mean, no, I don't mind. Are you sure? Yes, whatever. Okay, well, how far did you get in Shippuden? Hmm. Is Itachi alive? I remember the Leaf Village is about to be destroyed. By what? <laughs> Which time? By the. <laughs> Nakatsuki. Oh, pain. Okay, pain. Orange mask. Okay, so pain drops. That's in. about it. Oh, Toby. Okay. Ooh, good yeah, gracious! So you got close, but not all. Of okay, it. so here's what we're gonna do. No, I, honestly, I skipped it around too because some of it was uh, got boring. Okay. Yeah, there are some slow parts. I would say, especially in the anime, we got all the filler. I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. Just go ahead. Just go ahead. Oh, okay. I was gonna say there's good action pieces. The story gets there are shit. some really there's some really good like for all the crazy like super fireball jutsu waterfall torpedo things. Yeah, there is some really good like hand to hand fight scenes in that series, which kind of surprised me. Only sometimes. when anyway. the animation is done well. I can only yeah. think of a few scenes in Shippuden because Shippuden's um, animation like was shit. It's really shaky quality. A it's lot of anime sh- series have that. I've noticed, like the big time ones, the, they have just episodes that are just really well animated, and then the ones where they're like, because uh, you, you don't got the budget to do that. Yeah, kind of you're like, we spent all the budget on this really cool fight scene, so they all just got to deal with like yeah. stick figure fighting the rest of the time. Yeah. So I won't, I won't spoil it for you, and I'll kind of get to what I'm trying to allude to then for the audience. I'll tell you, been... go ahead and no. do it. Because I won't know the context. Uh, but even so, I can get to my point without explaining it all, just on the off chance that you do look at it. My point okay. is is that Naruto does a horrible overall example of teaching children social acceptance in a healthy mm-hmm. way. Because it teaches children that in order to be accepted, you have to either... Do everything that everyone wants you to do for them, which is what Naruto and um, Gaara do. Don't get me wrong. They become better people in some ways. Yeah, learn things. But they basically but... bend to society on mm-hmm. like how to be. 
And then Sasuke is the depiction of honestly a real life situation where you can be a jackass and be an abusive friend and become socially acceptable by other people because you ride the coattails of more <laughs> positive people. In Sasuke's defense, he does help out some. So but, he but, helps but, out but after the amount of trouble he causes. Yeah. He helps out after and he gets married to this is a spoiler, not really. He gets married to the girl he's tried to murder several times. Yeah, I kind of worry about it. She's got like some Stockholm Syndrome going on. They then sired a child. I don't know how that works. Um, um, But yes. I guess if Goku can have children. Goku, (laughs) no, no. Goku's different. Goku's just stupid. Like Yeah, this is true. He's not malicious. I'll take stupid over someone taking a like katana <laughs> to my neck like this is you know true. um but yes i was going to say one maybe of the there's things... good ninja psychiatrists in konaha who knows i think they all <laughs> died in the war um <laughs> maybe that's the root of the problem the ninja the ninja mental health system. <laughs> so i was going to say um a few other things i'm going to just shoot them off because then i want to get into the fun segment of this very long podcast podcast yeah Um, this is a long podcast (laughs) sorry y'all if somebody's sitting there like when is it gonna end good grief these nerds are still talking about naruto yeah that's true it's okay don't worry we're gonna go do other anime okay so i was going to say that a few things anime does well um we all know this particularly in shonen anime and sports anime is overcoming the odds um, that is like the focal point of 90% of shonen anime. Um, Hajime no Ippo, Haikyuu, um, Kuroko no Basket, um, like all the sports anime, Tingatapa Gurren Lagen, all about overcoming the odds of Tingatapa Gurren Lagen. The sport of drilling things. So I know that's not a sport anime. <laughs> um, Naruto also works in there. Uh, Mob Psycho works in there. Um, Dragon Ball clearly works in there. Yeah, Dragon Ball is definitely in there. Y- yada yada yada. Um, I was oh, man, Goku died a couple times. He comes back. <laughs> Even death cannot keep up with his power level. And also, that's true. Goku overcomes the odds because he <laughs> shoots a Kamehameha from his feet. Yes. People Man. who don't see, see your kids Dragon are Ball, sleeping yeah. on Dragon Ball. Goku well, shoots I a on it. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't grow up off of what's an old anime that I couldn't have grown up Astro off of? Astro Boy. Astro Boy. I didn't grow up off of Astro Boy. God, that's an old, old one. But yeah, like, I didn't grow up on Hey, Dororo got a new version. Dororo is excellent. Dororo is excellent. I need to finish Dororo. I love Dororo. Um, Dororo is a really good thing about family dynamics and life and loss. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Boy. Watch Dororo. It's on Amazon. Dororo. Yeah, watch Dororo. It's sad. You'll cry. But Maybe. it's got also got cool fights. And it has a great opening theme song. And, oh, little, and Dororo, she is adorable. Um, it's really good. Um, but, yeah. So, anime does a lot of that really, really well. That's clearly there. Stuff like that. 
Um, I was going to say another thing the anime does really well is it's still in my like real life situations, but just how to handle stuff. Like Cowboy Bebop is a really good anime for just like, this is life sometimes. Like it's just a bunch of people handling stuff and trying to make money. Like, trying to get their rent money. Trying to pay rent. That's what Just Cowboy like Bebop. the landlord on Cowboy Bebop. Y'all got my rent money? Yes, quite literally is a line he probably says. I don't know if it's exactly it, but it's close enough. Um, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop is my favorite anime of all time. I own the original DVD set, and I have all three signatures. I'm just missing Faye. Of their English voice actors. I prefer Cowboy Bebop in English. In comparison to the original Japanese. This has nothing to do with one thing being more authentically original. But the English voice acting contributes more. Since these characters are multiple races. Mm. um, And they're supposed to be in this hybridized. Like um, almost American landscape. um, And stuff like that. It's a space western. It's a space western, so it's it's really good. Um, I would also say JoJo's Bizarre Adventure does this well, more in the a- aspect of of death. JoJo is very real with death. Um, when characters die in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, it is not spectacular. It's not epic. It is usually ugly, and it's There's usually a story fast. about one of those too. But. Uh... Mm-hmm. that's for another episode it is it is very quick and it's like how you would probably die in these situations in real life you know anime they die you don't get a long time with blood dripping yeah, out of your no mouth because like... your blood sausage has been damaged <laughs> <laughs> the g-spot has burst <laughs> if you don't know what this means go back and listen to the last episode yeah go look at our, our third all episode all will be revealed yeah um, also on the note of voice actors, that actually leads me to a segue, and maybe this is like one last thing to cover on on this, so we can move into the last segment. Is um, as anime as a teacher, another thing that makes that came to mind when you mentioned this as the topic for this week is how many people have learned some or have set out to learn Japanese because of anime, in a more literal yes. teaching sense. It's definitely um, inspired me with it. Um, I know enough Japanese to pick up things, but I don't know conversational Japanese, and I understand more of the language and the culture of Japan because of I was curious yeah. of things in anime. Yeah, um, like honorifics and mm-hmm. things like that. And I've learned more about just how they communicate. So one reason that, um, and this is what I've heard actually, I, I learned this from Kotaku. Kotaku's a weird publication. They're very strange. I don't know if I would grant them as great, but I really like listening to them. And Tim Rogers, the guy on Kotaku, um, spent 10 years in Japan because he was a AAA developer for Sony. And he um, speaks fluent Japanese. And he spoke about how in um anime you may see characters say a line and then those people will repeat the line right afterwards and we Mm -hmm. all joke about it over here when you localize it but apparently that's a japanese that's how japanese people would talk so when you say like today is hot the next person would reply today is hot but they would say it it's almost like you're trying to sync up thoughts um, it's sort of barely... like the it's sort of like the counseling mentality where yes, judging when somebody says something, you basically like reiterate what they said to make sure that you 
they right. know you're listening without making a judgment. Right, right. Um, something I do almost... Anyway, you people don't need to know what I do James, for work. James um, and I both have some psychology, psychology back. Just uh, different, different varieties. So. Um, but yes, so... Um, and then finally, in the more real-life kind of things, Agratsuko and um, Kiki's Delivery Service is uh, all about work, finding work, difficulties in that aspect of the world. Um, Agratsuko, it's about dealing with growing up and working and not finding the job you like. And dealing with sexist work environments. Dealing with horrible sexist work environments and bad And taking out your frustrations with heavy metal carriers. Yeah. Um, And and Kiki's Delivery Service is really just a cute story about, you know, a girl trying to make it in a new area of living and living on her own and finding work. Um, Highly recommend these things. Um, so yeah, zoom through those. Um, anything you need to know on environmentalism and stuff like that. Um, anything done by Studio Ghibli. Uh, <laughs> so here's what. Do you want to know about the horrors of war? Watch anything about Tomino who does the Gundam series? Yes. Um, so to to kind of end it, let's get into why anime is a naughty naughty thing. And you should never watch it. <laughs> and it's bad for you. The other end of the spectrum. This is a pro-con segment. You didn't realize it. Yes. Now we're going into inappropriate behavior. Anime, from everything I've seen, has one of the most depictions of inappropriate behavior that is accessible to children. Yeah. Um... Yeah. And we're just going to get into it. Women, scantily glad, it's known as ecchi. Um, then every shonen series. Every shonen has some form of ecchi at some point. Even the tasteful Full Metal Alchemist has some cleavage going on. Um, yep. You have... Um, it's just so much. Um, I love Fairy Tale. In one, oh, in one piece. Fairy tale is loaded with it, though. But they <laughs> are. Oh, fairy tale has so much etchy. I think the you cre- get desensitized. Yes, <laughs> you, it's it's actually to the degree where you're just like, this is fairy tale. They're just naked here. Um, <laughs> I think at one point in the anime, one of Lucy's uh, just pops out of nowhere, bikini. And she's like, "What are you doing here? Fan service." Yeah, yeah. Like it's in and even if it's self-aware, it is so blatantly there. Um yep. but you know what? Etchy is one thing, but Etchy became super strong in the late nineties and the um two thousands. Don't get me wrong, the eighties and early nineties had a lot era of Etchy. of the Hera man. Now here's the thing though. Etchy's bad, but I'm going to give our generation an X here for naughty behavior because in the 90s anime wasn't just etchy dudes straight up sexually harassed women and it was comical so yeah we got yusuke yurameshi one of my favorite anime characters lifting up girl skirts smacking their like butts with panties on um you got 
little Goku, albeit he is a child, he is looking at Bulma's underwear and going... He's touching people's crotches to figure out whether they're male or female. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and he I is... I not know about Yes, Goku, <laughs> Goku slaps a lot of crotch in Dragon Ball. Like, yeah. his, he, he's... He will... He's like, huh? Okay. He is... He is, to quote our president... <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> he, he is grabbing. He is grabbing a lot of crotch. And and in in Goku's defense, he grabs everyone's crotch. Like, yeah, it, it, no one is is. It's not sexist. He does ever. Goku will grab some crotches. Um, yeah, Master Roshi. He wants. Mm-hmm. His he he needs to know. Shots. He needs to know. Um, that oh, all God. being said. Um, yeah, the '90s anime was definitely Tenchi. about Tenchi. Oh, my Tenchi. goodness, Tenchi has sexual harassment on both ends. Um, actually, yeah. re- you know, honestly, I think Tenchi gets harassed yes. more than <laughs> Tenchi gets sexually harassed more than the women in that anime. Um, they are all over this boy. Um, Poor Tenchi. Anime also going further onto that. I'm going to get into this ugly topic. We won't go too far, but. Anime introduced the concept essentially of the l- lolly. Yeah. The and if you don't know what that is, that is essentially an older woman, typically that is like of some eldritch. T- yeah, not always, but the the safe one is the like safe quote um, the, the the air quotes. Yes. Uh, scare quotes, whatever you call it. The woman is typically safe. an ancient being of some sort. Who looks usually like a twelve-year-old adolescent, adolescent, yeah, yeah. and it's okay to think that she's hot or something because she's actually three hundred. It's still not okay. It's not okay because she looks like a little girl. Um, But that means the other ones, these are the ones that not not be three hundred. Yeah, you you, you get the implication here. It's not good. Anime does a lot of that. Arnold, can you think of any other bad things anime does? Some negative aspects. Arnold, are you still with us? Arnold did. I'm afraid that we may have lost him to Comcast again. Oh, yep, no, yeah, went. he died. He left his... Okay. Oh, Look, wait, he's wait, back. wait, he's back? Maybe. Hold on. We need Small to, technical we need difficulty. To, Arnold has new, a new router. We need to gather the Full dragon. Disclosure. We need to gather the dragon balls. Yeah. <laughs> can you guys hear me? Oh, no, yes. we, can hear we, we didn't have you. to gather the dragon balls. Okay. Just, did you get a, Did you it get a, It was that fake out when they let you can can absolutely convince you that the character is dead, and did, then it's like, no, he's here. Did your um Did your internet get a Zenkai boost? <laughs> If any of you kids looked at Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, you get that reference. No, no, no. Uh, what, what are you? What are you going to say, Arnold? No, I didn't hear your question when I oh, disconnected. You okay, you're I'm asking gonna... about negative aspects of anime besides besides fan service and some perversion and Lola. You mean the best plot? No. <laughs> There is some good plot in fairy tale. Let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. 
it's not as good as the plot in Overlord. Anyway, I was going to say. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, I did watch Overlord. That's a, there's a fuck ton of plot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I never watched it. I can't handle that too too much of that. But um, Arnold, any negative aspects of anime you can think of? I feel like in some in some anime, like in slice of life anime, mm-hmm. there's way too much. Um, I guess how easy it is for people to um, like anime like about like high school and stuff. There's that kid who has trouble making friends and, and all. But like I feel like some of them, most of them, breeze over how fast they get friends. Like and that in real life, that's not how that works. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So keep going into that because yeah, like, friendship is like a big thing in animes. Because like in one anime. Or like an anime is like, okay, here's that weird kid, here's the one popular kid, and the one, or the cool kid, and the cool kid starts talking to the, the silent kid. And like maybe two or three days, he's talking to everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's not, I wouldn't say back in school I was, well, I definitely didn't talk a lot. That's because I didn't really talk to, I didn't really care for talking to people. Mm-hmm. But I had a lot of, I actually had a lot of friends and a lot of friend groups. But, like, like, I've seen a lot of kids just throughout the months not to talk to anyone because they don't have anyone to And then it's really hard in real life to make just one friend. And, a, and like, if their other friends are in, like, a different classroom, let's say you were all in ninth grade together and tenth grade you got into a different classroom, it's not It's not that easy. It's not. It doesn't just take two days to become friends with someone. Yeah. I feel like that's a, that's a re- unrealistic expectation that you get from anime i agree with that i think in my opinion anime shows them making too many good friends too fast i feel that you can make friends quick enough but making like real friends is more difficult like you can easily find someone you get along with for three seconds you know but having like that true and like knock him off basically like Mm -hmm. um like, I feel One Piece does it pretty well, and actually stuff like Yu Yu Hakusho does it well, because none of them are friends initially. Like, there's multiple episodes of, like, that that goes over days and weeks of development, and they usually start off as rivals or something like that, that where you become friends. Hell, Dragon Ball, once again, we keep singing Dragon Ball's praises, but Goku and Vegeta's <laughs> friendship is probably one of the most authentic friendships ever um, that you can have with an an idiot and a mass murderer. <laughs> um, um, yeah, kids, if you don't know, Vegeta and Goku end up as friends, but it basically takes the entirety of Dragon Ball. Yeah, it really does. Like, the whole story's worth of Dragon Ball to become friends. And even then, Vegeta sometimes wants to kick Goku in the head. Um, who who doesn't to be honest? But yeah, that's true. Um, I was going to say um, another thing that anime does really poorly outside of the sex and sexual harassment and like Arnold saying um, is like the depiction of guns. And mm. I picked two anime that I actually really like: um, Black Lagoon and Jormungand. Um, both really, really 
really good like anime they're not deep so if anyone thinks these things are deep settle down there fox like they're just people <laughs> shooting each other um but my god there's so many bullets <laughs> so many bullets now don't get me wrong <laughs> i fucking love black lagoon i own the blu-ray um and i think someone i know is borrowing the ova that i have i'm gonna need that back because that's a good damn that's a good <laughs> ova that's a good ova <laughs> but um they're I mean, hyper- they all can't be john wick where they got a reload mid-fight that caught the action they reload um yeah but i i love i really really do love black lagoon and jormungand but they're very excessive violence. Um, and that makes people think that, like, you know, violence is the cool thing. But that's in a lot of media that's not just yeah, anime. It's not exclusive to anime. Yeah, it's not exclusive to anime. Um, Clearly another problem that anime has taught us on the note of action is, is that Naruto running is the efficient way to run. <laughs> anime does create some fucking annoying-ass memes. Um, I hate memes anyway, but anime memes piss me off. Um, <laughs> like, to the highest degree. Um, mainly because they're so overused. Like, the Naruto run isn't even exclusive to Naruto. I do believe people were running like that in, they were. like, Yu Yu Hakusho and stuff way before Naruto. And somehow Naruto just made it, like popular and it's so dumb also real talk there was a dude at the college that james and i went to who would oh, ironically yeah. nard over to class yes it was an he's, amazing he's just he's a strange fellow it was an amazing feat of dexterity and balance <laughs> um, um i will also say that naruto helped like popularize and so that one piece to a degree um actually one piece probably started it and then naruto kept doing it was the when you shout out your technique the subtitles are like emphasized at the bottom of the screen really mm-hmm. loud um i will say i will never get tired of katon that's always great but like um like yeah that's not really a bad habit, but it's just a thing that came up. Um, mm-hmm. Finally, and this is a more comical nitpick on my end. <sighs> Anime. This is a um, public announcement. All black people don't have froze. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, you some, mean you don't have a fro? Some of us just cut our hair a little short. Some of us, all of us, don't have braids or dreads either. Yeah, I was gonna say there's some <laughs> that have dreads at least. And and I know the the new hairstyle amongst um, African American women is the like the kind of blown out hair type, but all of them don't have that hair type either. <laughs> no, people have different hairstyles. We have different hairstyles. They look significantly different. And sometimes, 
If you want to put us... or not. Believe it or not, we don't always want to see us with froze. Um, <laughs> I, to this day, there are still black people in anime with froze. They've gotten a little bit more Afrocentric kind of cool looking with it. And they do, they do women really well in anime. But I think, like, anime creators just have always, like, drawn women a little bit better in the sense of style. But the black men, y'all, we, we don't all have dreads. Um, we don't all wear baggy jackets. Um, I'm not saying that Are anime... you telling me you don't keep a pick on you at all times? A pick on me? <laughs> no. You I go through your afro? I pick my beard occasionally. <laughs> um... <laughs> I pick my nose more than I pick my beard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but in this, don't get me wrong. This is not some horrible thing of saying anime is racist or anything like that. I know there's a lot of cultural understandings. I'm sure in Japan, their only depiction that they get of like black people is probably like the most stereotypical hip hop looking motherfuckers they can find. Um, but that being said. Stop it, as Michael Jordan once said. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. Um, but yeah, that's my comical closing, semi-comical closing. Seriously, we don't have our pros. Um, like, um, yeah, any closing thoughts on anime in general? And actually, let's summarize that, like, do we, after looking at this and joking around and chitting around and examining some anime, um, do we think that anime is a good teacher? Um, I think it's I like it... many things. Sorry, go ahead, Arnold. No, no, no. I keep interrupting you. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think it's like many things, and it depends on, on the series and what you're looking to learn. Hmm. Arnold? I feel like anime could be like that one cool that lets you do what you want. <laughs> but sometimes they let you do a little too much of what you want. <laughs> like how they don't prepare you for the standardized test. And you said like the cool. And the standardized or... test in this case is life. So completely unlike the standardized test that they take in high school. I would. I agree with Arnold and Dustin to a degree. I think anime is like that cool teacher or that cool wannabe uncle. Oh, Arnold, uh, did you come back, back, Arnold? Yeah, I just came back. Jesus okay. Christ. Okay. Um, yeah, he came back too. Um, but I was going to say that... <laughs> <laughs> Zing. I'm just laying them all today. I was going to say that... Um, like, yeah... Um, Anime, I agree with Arnold and Dustin here. When it comes to, like, anime can be that cool teacher. It can be that cool uncle or, like, um, godparent or whatever that's like, yeah, you go do all this. And then it's like, no, you can't give them coffee, a bag of Cheetos, and the keys to the Porsche when they're 12. Mm -hmm. Like it's like they don't need this. They need they need some help and guidance. Um, if I had to relate myself to something, I am not an anime. Um, I don't know what I relate. I'm a, I'm a video game. I'm like a I'm like a 
as many people say this, I'm like a Dark Souls game. I'm like, go forth. You're out, you're out there to help people get good. Go 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 forth. Go do this. And then I'm like, oh, you die. It's okay. Try again. Here's your souls. Here's a boulder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, are you hurt? Here's some grass. Eat the grass and heal. Anyway, um, I was going to say that anime is, yeah, it's a tool of any sort. It is good and fun and it's great to watch if you're just looking for it. But I think it is something that people have to consider what they're intaking in and reflecting on it and taking in good behaviors from the anime and recognizing the bad ones. And you can still enjoy the bad ones. I love fairy tale like unironically i really like fairy tale i need to finish it but um they have a jrpg coming out on the switch yeah boy um it's a turn-based one too um but it's full of etchy you know there's a lot of issues in anime but i think anime overall is um a good reference point i don't know if it's a good teacher but I think it's a good reference point. And I think it helps I think it helps a lot of young people um come to grips with themselves and their um personalities at large and to see themselves. I think one thing I still enjoy doing is figuring out what anime character I am or mm -hmm. searching what kind of powers I would have based off my personality trait. <laughs> I remember those personality tests. I fucking love those. Um, even though they mean absolutely nothing. Um, for, fun, for all you Hunter Hunter people out there, booyah in your face. I am a special listening user. Booyah! <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wow. Specialists are usually like OP according to the stories, but they're usually like some fucked up sacrifice they have to do. So if it's. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's the closing thing. Um, oh, I should have put this in the news, but I'm going to link it to Dustin later. This is more so for me and him, and we can discuss it on the next episode. But the Kotaku guy does an analysis of the new, the remake of Final Fantasy VIII. Um, and it dwells into some interesting things because he makes this one really interesting joke or a reference that one of the reasons he bought the game was because he thought the concept of a, a weapon that's both a gun and a sword was cool. And I was like, that's why I bought the game. And he was like, he also bought the game based off of brand recognition. And I was like, that's also why I bought the game. <laughs> like, um, He talks about how Final Fantasy VIII is actually about um, realizing that you as a teenager and young adult aren't that cool. And... Mm -hmm. And it's about growing up. And that explains a lot of why I didn't like it as a kid. I didn't like that crap. Um, there's a lot about the game I didn't like. Um, but and even before I saw this this um, this look at the game that he's doing, um, I've al already decided that at some point I'm going to get the remake because I want to know if I'm missing something from 8. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm going to link Dustin that later. It's actually really good. We are I, I don't know if i apologize for this really long episode it's like basically two hours long um because it's a lot of content you guys get a lot and we talked about anime you want to listen to this episode in two parts yeah yeah you know nice long trips um also you know people wanted some some like 
some anime talks and now we like crammed in like two episodes <laughs> we did two episodes worth of anime in one in one um so yeah again thanks for listening though i think this was a really good episode um it did go pretty long we went into a lot of subjects for a really long time we got pretty loud and stupid but we're I, always loud and stupid i um yes there's but nothing, that's part of there's part nothing. of part of the appeal. There's nothing. Hey, we are we are nothing but shonen protagonists. <laughs> <laughs> you, you I don't know. Arnold is a cool guy. He's like the quiet one. Arnold is chopper. <laughs> chopper. Chopper. <laughs> what again? I love chopper. <laughs> I, I I love chopper, but I also fucking hate chopper. Well, I realized he's, he's the best character, man. Fuck Luffy. I don't like Luffy that much. There's not a character I don't in One Piece, to be honest. I think that's part of why that series is is uh, I think and so appealing. If but anyway, I, real talk though, real quick though, like Luffy's much funnier than I thought he would be. Like Luffy makes me genuinely laugh sometimes, um, in the anime particular. But anyway. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening to us. Um, once again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I again am James, and my co-hosts are... Dustin. And Arnold. By the way, audience, I always love just saying my co-hosts are, and then just seeing which one of them decides to decides come in first. <laughs> Uh, um so yeah we're the key item podcast again thanks for listening you can find us on spotify and itunes um you can check us out on our website um at keyitems.squarespace.com um go over there and like our shit and if you enjoy this please let other people know again you can email us at unlock at keyitemspodcast.com um shoot us an email about any questions you may have and like anything you may want to see on the episode or stuff like that i will be checking that we also have a twitter check out our twitter we post stuff up um and whatnot we also let you know when the episodes are up i apologize for the last episode being up so late very very busy i think i let everyone know in that episode and i apologize for my audio recording in that last episode hopefully this one's a lot better i actually think this mic is too powerful because i'm when i'm looking at my input capture on it it's like it's really red it's like it's like you're yelling fool don't worry i'll um i always normalize i feel like i may be super loud at one point oh it's fine um i always make it work james will like tune it down i'll let it out oh um you guys may not have heard it yet but i do suggest you guys listen to um our third episode and by you guys not the audience but yes audience go listen to that too but dustin and arnold you may want to because i do put in that one piece theme song and i i timed it perfectly Uh, (laughs) so anyway i hope you enjoyed this episode and thanks for listening Bye-bye. See ya. Thank you for playing.